Over 250 years ago, our founding fathers set forth on this continent to create a new nation conceived in liberty and the dedication that all men and women are created equal. And as we move forward into the future, we find that the people we have put in charge are attempting to take those freedoms away. We are just two Americans who are sick of the status quo. We hope there are many more out there. This is Don't Tread on America. All right, folks. Good afternoon. It is Wednesday, February 17th, 2021. This is the show we are bringing it to you live. Well, not live, but eh. Semi-live. Close enough. PCGC here. Over there is my buddy, CK1. I'm sorry. I can introduce myself, damn it. I'm sorry, buddy. So, uh, when we recorded our show on Saturday, uh, they were in the process of trying to impeach beloved number 45. And uh, Uh so, so we missed the vote. Oh, folks, here comes the gravy. Oh, well, bring in the gravy. Uh, not guilty. He's been acquitted because... Two time. Two time. Two time. I don't know if it's something to brag about. Two time. Two time champion of impeachments. <laughs> well, he's 2-0. He's when is he getting his belt? He's 2-0 against Pelosi. Yeah, basically. And you know what that means? No rematch. <laughs> no rematch. No rematch. Not until 24. Oh, if she's still around. No. Oh, God. But the crypt, uh, the crypt keeper will probably still be going. Well, the interesting thing about all this is, you know, so Trump's acquitted. They didn't get the votes. We knew that was going to happen because we knew they didn't have the votes. Uh, McConnell comes out afterwards, basically saying, "Well, you know, I voted for him to not be impeached. However, that doesn't mean he's not morally." held responsible for this and i i from what i, I saw in uh on twitter they were talking about uh how he, mcconnell's saying he still very well could be held to criminal Sorry. charges you know because i didn't vote i think his words were i didn't vote to keep for, i didn't vote for trump i voted for the constitution right you know it, you know basically what the way i took that was i didn't vote because I like you, and I, I think you're a good, great guy. I voted because of the Constitution. Right. You know, and then... Well, I'm, shouldn't that be the end of sentence right there? Shouldn't that just stop right there? Because, I mean, you if the Constitution says you're not guilty, then... Then you're not guilty. Well, that should have that stopped the whole proceedings. Like, when when the people pushing the, the impeachment all collectively voted that, yeah, this is constitutional. Well, obviously it wasn't because that's why you didn't get the votes because the people that voted no, some of those people obviously didn't like Trump. Therefore, they voted not guilty based on his First Amendment rights. Right. So how in the hell is it constitutional if you got people voting against it because it wasn't constitutional? Well, this whole proceeding from start to end has been unconstitutional. It should have been thrown out. It would have never stood... In any court of law. Well, that's the same reason why none of the Supreme Court justices wanted to have anything anything because it it wasn't constitutional. They knew it was a waste of time. But I mean, as soon as the as soon as the Democratic House managers started doctoring evidence, and it was proven that they were doctoring evidence, the first time that they got caught doing it, it should have been the end. Well, it should have been over. And that's where you got to give it up for 
Trump's attorney, um, right. he came out with the. Uh, I, I know when all this started a couple days ago, they, he came out. You know, Trump's very upset. You know, like you see on the news. Oh, Trump, he's very upset over his uh, attorney's handling of the impeachment well, process because of the way the well the, the, the way the opening statement yeah the opening went, statement he I mean, was the like guy oh, looked like he was on no dose. Right. Well, and he was like, well, you know, they did a real good job, you know, and he's basically congratulating them. I think hindsight being 2020 now, in my opinion, I think he was kind of being a smart ass. You know, I think he was kind of giving him false praise. You know what I'm saying? Kind of in the sense that, oh, yeah, they did a good job presenting their case. And and then he came in and gave him the big fat sugar water because he basically took all their he took everything that they put up as evidence this is our evidence here's the tweets and here's the videos and here's the uh, you know uh the whatever you know hit from his speech and his tweets and so on and so forth and then used it against him well i know they gave him a lot of time and they were basically like look we're, we can we can um present our case or our defense and we don't even need that much time to do it. Basically, all we're going to do is we're going to take the evidence that you are using, the doctored clips that you're using, and instead of stopping it or editing it to to say what you want it to say, we're going to show you the entire video. Right. And the, I, I'm sorry, but the, the most ridiculous thing about this is bringing up the whole Charlottesville incident again. Right. This is so fucking stupid. Why this is continuing to be perpetrated as a sign of Donald Trump's white supremacist uh, connections. Right, or his his love or his, for it or whatever. Right, or his defending of the white supremacist and the white nationalist. Right. Finally, as if anybody was actually paying attention to it, because I think the people that continue to ignore the truth of it right, probably still ignored it. But maybe there were some people out there that's never truly seen the whole clip, right. and he actually they actually got to see the full what? clip of what he said after there are some fine people on both sides. Well, how- it's it's funny how um, they played the clip what you're talking about from the Charlottesville where he where he said uh, there's a lot of good people on both sides. You know, don't say anything else, you know, and then when he goes on to disavow uh, white nationalists and white supremacy and all these different groups that he never has done. You know, Trump has never done that. He He's never, you know, I just want to fuck. He didn't. He did it right then. You I, just choose to not play that aspect of the speech that he gave. I, I just want to point out that in all his days in office right now, uh, Joe Biden has not come out against white supremacy yet. Hmm. 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 I'm just saying, why Why will he not disavow white supremacy? Uh, we're going to go on record right now, February 17, 2021, and ask the question, why, why Why? will you not condemn? Why will he not condemn white supremacy? Hmm. Interesting. No one's asked him that question. Instead, I get to see on the news today how he comes out with him and his wife, and they're drinking coffee on the lawn in front of the White House. Oh, and the, the hard-hitting news reporters that are, that are doing the uh, White House... Uh, you know, their their circuit on the White House tour there, so to speak. Uh, oh, Mr. President, if I'd have known you were going to bring coffee, we, we, I would have brought donuts. And, you know, that's it. Not anything like, wow. you know, where's the stimulus bill? Where is the this and where is the that, you know? I'm glad to see they really go after him. Yeah, well, the funny thing about that clip is 
uh, the the reporter, I don't know who she was. I don't know what station she worked for. I really could give two shits. My point to this is what I'm going to say is she's the one that said, oh, I would have brought donuts, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, oh, well, I haven't taken a drink of this coffee. And as he's walking up to her, and there's however many reporters and cameramen and whatever, and um, they, uh, <laughs> as he comes up to her, you know, to bring, oh, I haven't drank any of this coffee. Here's the coffee. She comes up. Oh, oh you're going to get me in trouble. Oh, I don't have my mask on. So, okay, White House. Now, granted, they were outside. Now, granted, I am not one to sit here and push the mask. I'm right. not saying this bitch needs to have a mask on, blah, blah, blah. I'm not that guy. My point to this was she's on federal property, right? right? Well, where was her mask? You know, I thought that was the rules. So, okay, granted, she. the key here is she wasn't on camera. You see what I'm saying? So everyone on this side of the camera asking the questions, oh, Mr. President, blah, 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 you know, Dr. Jill, Dr. Pepper Jill, you know. Right. Of course, they have their mask on because, you know, we got to push the narrative. Right. Everyone back here that you can't see, unmasked. And my question is this. If that's federal property and that's the law, right? why would they let in through the guard shack without their mask on? Because it's not like she had it down here under her neck or, you know, right she here. Didn't she one didn't have one. It wasn't hanging from her ear like, you know, off of, you know, something about Mary with, you know, a little cum drop hanging from her ear. <laughs> it was nothing. It was, oh, oh, oh Mr. President, oh, you're going to get me in trouble. I don't have my mask on. He's like, oh, that's okay. I, I didn't drink anything from this coffee. So either he didn't hear what she said, which could be possible because he's like 126, or... He really doesn't give two shits whether you have a mask on or not. I'm just trying to push the mask narrative to see how many fucking cucks and sheeps will fall in line. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Probably. But. So, coming out of this acquittal. Hey, what? You say coming? <laughs> I didn't do it. I get, swear to God. It go didn't. away, Bill. Oh, go away. I'm sorry. We're not ready I'm, for you. I'm going to sit up here and watch the show, okay. guys. Great show. Speaking of the acquittal, we've got the. <laughs> yeah, I was acquitted, too. <laughs> Sugar water. <laughs> Bill, go, Bill, go away. We'll put you on later. Come on, man. Shit. Um, we've got the soon-to-be censured seven. And the soon-to-be censured well, seven. Well, I wanted to call him the censured seven, but right. I think one of them actually isn't being censured yet. So Censured six plus one. <laughs> plus one. He's the plus one. <laughs> He's the plus one. And who are those seven? Let's see. So... Uh, before the show, we sit here and we chit-chat about what we're going to talk about. Uh, going into these, we have the basic idea of what we're going to say. And um, so we're like, okay, Century 7, what, what do we want to call these people? Do we want to call them Century 7? I said treason to 7, you know. <laughs> so these people, these these different uh, senators, come from predominantly red states. I, I would say the only one... That's not a predominantly red state would be SAS from Nebraska. Um, that's more like a purple state, right? Uh, but whatever. <laughs> so you 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 are all senators from states that Trump carried. Didn't kind of carry. He carried them. Right. Right. And uh, so instead, you're gonna you're gonna vote to uh, against him in this sham of an impeachment. You're going to vote against him for no other reason other than you don't like him, essentially. Right. And then what, what do you get in return? Right. You get, uh, well, who's the one that's already, I mean, it was already unanimous. What were you... Oh, yeah, Burr. 
Burr, North Carolina, uh, the vote was unanimous. There, you didn't even have one single person say, eh, you know, maybe, maybe. Right. No, they were like, he out, he out. But I think he's actually retiring his seat. I think I think uh, he's retiring. And um, is it is okay. it Cassidy? Cassidy from Louisiana. So well, let's let's go over this. You're seven senators from that that voted against our our president. Fuck it, he's he's still my president. Uh, you had was it Ben Sass from uh, Nebraska? You had Raymond Burr. No, I don't know his name. Burr. We'll just call him Burr. I don't know his first name. From uh, North Carolina, you had Cassidy from Louisiana, Collins from Maine, which she's always been that one that uh, was on the fence, never really liked Trump. Go ahead. What are you gonna say? I had his name. Oh, Richard Burr. Yeah. Dick Burr. Dick Dick Burr. <laughs> Dick. I got a Dick Burr. <laughs> uh, Murkowski, another one. She's kind of like Collins and uh, Romney. Of course, he's a cuck. And Pat Toomey from PA. Uh, all of these people pretty much have just lost their job because even if they don't get fired, so to speak, they're going to lose in upcoming races, guaranteed. Right. I don't. I don't know whether they're actually going to be removed. No, they're from not going to be removed. But Jason Shafitz, who is a Fox News contributor, he used to be a congressman for Utah, and he kind of term limited himself. He was like this. Not this past election cycle, but two years ago, I guess it was when he when they were running for uh, Congress in Utah, said, "Eh, I'm I'm done. I did my deed." And he was high ranking. I mean, he was on the intelligence committee, and he was like the ranking member on intelligence. So it's not like he was just some scrub from Utah. I just read an article before we did this where he said he might run against uh, Romney Good. in uh, you know for the Senate seat in Utah. And he's actually from Utah, you know, whereas Romney was governor in Massachusetts, right. you know, this dude is actually from Utah. Right. So I, I would, not that my voice matters a hell of a lot, but I'd rather see someone from the state run for the <laughs> Senate seat in the state that they're from. Right. With that being said, I'll say this about that. No, well, I'm not going to say this about that. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, so speaking about kind of those senators... And talking about uh, Mitch McConnell, right? Uh, Forty-five released a statement last night. Yeah, he, he wasn't just, he wasn't very happy with him. No, he didn't he didn't mince words too much. Right. Um, he basically, uh, you know, curb stomp Mitch McConnell. Yeah. And went on to call him, and I quote: "Dour, sullen, and an unsmiling political hack." And if the Republican senators are going to stay with him, they will not win again. No, and it's kind of funny how, uh, I guess it was Antifa, was protesting in front of uh, McConnell's house. At, I, I can't remember what they were calling him. They were calling him like Turtle Man or Turtle something, you know. Yeah, I, he, these guys, some of these guys and gals, well, I and, should and say. I can, he, he called on Trump begging for his endorsement so mm-hmm. he could get reelected. Right. And Trump gave it to him, I guess. And this is your this, this is, is your return. Yeah, this is your return. Yeah. These that's what I'm saying. It's Trump wants to believe I, I believe that he wants to believe everyone's good and doing the right thing. But I think you've wrote as bad as you think he was, I think you've unleashed the beast. Now whether or not he runs again in twenty four or not, 
he obviously still has a push. You saw a poll? I saw a poll from the Gallup poll that was kind of taking early on um, leaders for the Republican seat or the Republican uh, um, nomination. And Trump was by far uh, ahead of the group. So he, I think he was polling at around 53%. Right. And the next closest person to him was Mike Pence at like 12. <laughs> See, my question is, I wonder if DeSantis was on that. I, I don't know. I mean, I know it's still early on. We right. basically just got done with an election. So it's, right. that's a very early poll. But the fact that he just came out of this insurrection impeachment trial. Right. And he's polling at 53% in, in a party that... Hates him, evidently. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean that it seems like you know some of them do anyway. Right. So the fact that he's pulling that high. Well, and you would think that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Are we keeping you up? <laughs> you would think that, as much as they were coddling Penn Store and all this, that he would have rated higher. I, you know. I'll, I will never see Mike Pence as, as a presidential, and not because I believe he's a bad person or that he would make a bad president. The dude has no personality. He's just, he's too soft. He's just so... While I thought he did a good job in his debate of right. Kamala Harris, or Kamala Harris, what? what? Camel toe. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I thought he did a great job debating her. Right. But I just... He just brings no passion. No. It's like, he's just here for the ride. Right. And basically, the crowds that he got, right? Anytime that he, you know, he went to speak at these rallies or whatever, the only reason why he got the crowds that he got because the the Trump phenomenon, right? You know, here's you know, we talked about this in the last show about uh, DeSantis and who who may run in twenty four. Uh, and I put out a thing on our Facebook page, DeSantis Gnome twenty four. Right? Here's something. What if? What if Trump runs in 24 with DeSantis hmm. as his VP, right? Wins. Okay, so Trump's president for 24 to, you know, 20, 25 technically to the end of 28, right? All right. And goes ahead and, eh, you know, I did... I don't know that he can run again. I don't know how that works. I don't know if it's two consecutive terms, if it's two terms period, if it's how that works. If he if he could run again. I, I think it's two terms period. period right? Because I think you would have saw Obama throw his. This go around. Right. Yeah, right. You're probably right. So with that being said, what if that happens? You get DeSantis more in the the limelight, the public eye. Not that he's not in the public eye right now. And... Uh, then you got, then you have DeSantis from twenty nine to thirty, whatever. I mean, because he's relatively young guy. What was it, forty two? I think we said right. You know, so let's say that's the case in uh, three years for whatever he runs. He's forty five. He's vice president. He's going on fifty. President, I, I mean, he's pretty damn young. I could, I could get on board with that ticket, right? Now, I personally told you that I like Rand Paul, and I think, right, you know, whatever. I just, but I, I could, I could totally get on board with a Trump DeSantis. I like, I like Rand Paul. Also, I like Ted Cruz. I like, I like PCG CK one. 
I mean, <laughs> I think let's do it. Let's do it, man. Come on. Throw our names in the hat. Throw our names in the How we're bad could we be? We're going to be right in. <laughs> right in. All right, <laughs> folks, you heard it here first. <laughs> but speaking of the Censured Seven and Trump, mm-hmm. whose name is being floated around now to take over Dick Burr's seat in uh, North Carolina? That would be uh, Laura Trump, wouldn't it? Interesting. We have a Trump dynasty, political dynasty. Well, it's going to be the, the new Kennedy family, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. You have Laura Trump in North Carolina. You have Ivanka in New York or New Jersey. And you have DJJ, DJ TJ in uh, Florida. New York Senator. And Well, once DeSantis moves up, then you can move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He got a lot of family. <laughs> so speaking of DeSantis. <laughs> well, oddly enough, so in show prepping, right, this morning. Oh, I'm back on Twitter. Shh. Don't tell anybody. He's staying on the download. Shh. He's only got two followers. <laughs> and that's the colonel and his wife. <laughs> anyway. But... Seriously, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at PCGC underscore 1775. Tell your friends. Just don't tell Jack. <laughs> anyway, so I was on Twitter this morning, and I was like, hmm, I wonder what's trending. I'll look through what's trending. And, of course, there's on a daily basis, you have, obviously, different things trending. You know, So you might have basketball scores or football stuff or whatever. So I'm scrolling through and so I'm scrolling and uh, oddly enough, something that's trending on Twitter is that's not that's my president, or I'm sorry, that's President Biden is is uh, trending. Those three words, that's President Biden. So I'm like, hmm, what is this? So I click on it, and there's some cucks out there that changed their Twitter handle. Oh, well, that's President Biden. Blah 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 blah. So I'm like, why in the fuck is this trending? So if you remember, in the last show, we talked about a phone call. Between uh, Biden and our governor down here in the great freedom state of Florida, uh, it's a new. That's a new name. They changed it. Free, like freedom it. state of Florida. I like it. Um, where uh, Biden's pissed off, you know, at Florida because we're kicking ass with this Corona crap and we're not making our people suffer over it. Right. And uh, you know, obviously, we don't know all the contents of the phone call, but. Uh, Biden has come out saying that he's going to ban people from Florida to travel within the United States or even people to come to Florida. Right. And, you know, DeSantis is like, he can't do that. It's unconstitutional. You can't ban. Uh, you can't lock people in. Yeah, you can't lock. One, you know, he's one basically state. he's basically wanting to treat Florida like, you know, East Berlin. Right. You know, and that is going to put up a wall. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. You know, and you can't do that. And uh, and then, you know, DeSantis supposedly came out and said that, you know, he'll have the National Guard escort people if so be it. I don't know how it's going to happen, but, you know. Right. But when uh, DeSantis asked the question, you know, what are you guys profiting from this? And he didn't call him Mr. President. He called him Joe. Right. You know, what are you, Fauci and Joe, what are you profiting from this? And Biden come back with, that's President Biden. Or Mr. President, you call me that. He, right. I will not. You can go fuck yourself. So my question is, why isn't that trending on Facebook, on uh, Twitter? <laughs> well, I think that kind of is. I think that's the whole purpose behind that's trending. It leans a little more credence 
to maybe that conversation right. actually did. Yeah, because the thing is, is we talked about this on Saturday. This came out Friday, and we t- we talked about it on Saturday. And other than looking for it, you haven't really heard anything about it, which leads me to believe it that might be true. Right. But it's it is interesting to say the least. <laughs> I do know one thing that is kind of big news other than Trump's uh, acquittal. And that is the Lincoln Project sex scandal. Oh, wait, Lincoln Project sex scandal. Right. Yeah, I had it right. right. <laughs> so, you know, it's obviously coming out when we talked about it. Uh, John Weaver soliciting sex from young men. Um, I think I also heard it might not just be young men. It might be young people, young, young, young Ooh. Not not eligible voters. Let's call them that. Uh, the funny thing is about the Lincoln Project is it is deemed as a conservative group, right? So here is a quote unquote conservative uh, pact to get you know senators, congressmen, whatever uh, you know elected. Well, their top uh, donors, and we spoke about. You know, Chucky Schumer being the top donor. Right. But the most of the senior senators and House of Representatives, I guess you, you could call them, some of their top donors were people from the Democratic Party, were the senior members of the Democratic Party. So why in the hell, you would ask yourself, why in the hell would a conservative group, conservative being more towards the Republican side of, of politics, garner most of their donations from Democrats. Well, maybe it's because it has nothing to do with being a Democrat or Republican or being conservative or not being conservative as it's, much as it's just not Trump. Yeah, anti-Trump. Right. And so the report is stating, as we're seeing, we're basically seeing the co-founders left and right jettisoning, you know, calling for the end of the Lincoln Project. They need to shut this thing down. Right. Uh, but they're saying that... that uh, revelations are that some of the founders knew about the sexual harassment allegations as early as March. Mm-hmm. Well, March of last year. Yeah. I mean, obviously, not March of this year. So we're February, but anyway, uh, <laughs> oddly enough, you, I believe that to be true. And the reason I say that is because uh, George Conway, which is the husband of Kellyanne Conway, left the the Lincoln Project last year. I think it was probably around that time. I think it was around summertime last year, which probably means it is true because he's probably like, oh, what the fuck? I got to get out of here, you know, before I get tied to some bullshit, you know. But in the meantime, we see that some of these guys that stayed in the mix and they were getting their, you know, 90, this past year, this past year, they raised $90 million. $90 million in an effort. Right. To basically stop Trump from stop being Trump ninety re-elected. million dollars. Wow! So Conway got out while the getting was good, and lo and behold, some of the guys were taking a little bit off the top. Well, for themselves. yeah, that's what we just heard in a report right. right before we came in for recording that someone actually used some of those donations and funds to actually spin off uh, a separate foundation or whatever, and yeah. then was basically embezzling the money to you know. 
pay the house bill or whatever, you know. <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, realistically, if you if you vote or you don't vote or you kind of vote or you don't kind of vote, um, you, uh, for example, I guess four years, five years, whatever it was, me and my wife, we went to a Trump rally here in town. And so in order to, to do that, you don't have to pay anything. It's not like they charge you for tickets, but you do have to sign up for tickets, right? So when you do that, you give your phone number, you give your uh, email address because they email you tickets, right? Well, once you give them your email address and give them your phone number, guess what they have? Your email and your phone number, which means they can contact the fuck out of you, right? which they do. And you constantly, I mean, every day, even now, you know, election's over. Every day, I constantly get emails from the Republican Party, and it and it varies in degree. So during the election, obviously, it was election, election, election. Support Trump, support Trump, support Trump. Um, after right after the election, it was stop Georgia, stop Georgia, stop Georgia, right? And then after that, it was help with the impeachment, this and impeachment that, and help, help, help. Right. You know, well, you know, I didn't give any money. But I was like, I, you know, election, like literally election's over and you're still asking for money. And it was always something. Now I'm getting the same, not the same emails, but I'm getting emails from the Republican Party on behalf of Governor right. DeSantis to <laughs> help with uh, everything's going on with, with that. Right. With the, uh, you know, telling Biden to fuck off and Biden trying to get the, uh, travel ban so to speak on florida and floridians and not be able to come in and out of florida right i'm sorry i gotta stretch this leg out (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah so you've got a bunch of these guys that are now calling saying it's over guys party's over right y'all just need to shut this thing down right because and and did we ever name it so the guy his name is john weaver right yeah it's not even a legend yeah, yeah I think the dude came out and admitted that he did it. Right. Well, he admitted to the to the the soliciting sex because it's not like he uh, the my the not the minors but the the young men aspect. He's like, okay, I'm gay, I like dick, whatever. Right. But now it's coming out that it might not have been just young adults. It might have been young people, young boys. Mm. I don't know that to be true. Obviously, it's being alleged that this is the case, but one would ask, I don't know how old John Weaver is. I mean, he, I don't think he's a young man. He could be in his fifties or sixties. No, I'd say he's probably in his late fifties, early sixties. If you have, if you as a person, whether you're a uh, man or a woman and you're a specific age and you're target, if you're a, if you're a 56 year old man or woman, whatever, man or woman, and you target 20-year-old whatever, okay? So if you're, uh, he's 61, so if you're a six, or 62, I guess, but if you're, whatever, if you're a 60-year-old man and you're targeting 20-year-old men, okay, obviously you're gay, and if you're gay, whatever, that's your choice. You know, just keep your dick out of my ass and we'll be fine. 
Um, but well, uh, but but I think the way that it was being portrayed is it's kind of a he quid was pro offering quo. Him opportunities and quid pro quo. You know, yes. it was like this for that. You know, yes. what are you gonna do? You know, if you scratch my back, I'll right. suck your dick. Or right. I mean. <laughs> But my point being is this. If you have an affinity for people that are 40 years younger than you, right, who's to say you don't have an affinity for people that are 45 years younger than you, right? I mean. It's not a far stretch. It's not a far stretch. I mean, really, it's not. I mean, if you, if, if you, and I'm not picking on this guy because he's gay. Obviously, he's gay or he's bi or whatever. My point is, is you could be a 60-year-old female that likes 20-year-old cabana boys, right? Right. There's a good chance that, I mean, we see it all the time where teachers, where female teachers or 40, 50-year-old teachers are screwing their 16-year-old students because he's a young man and he's a healthy boy and, you know, whatever. Right. You know, there are just some people that are wired like that. I'm not saying that that's right, but that's just how some people are. Right. So... As much as he was a this for that from young interns and college kids or whatever the case may be, it is being alleged that it might be more than that. Right. So well, we'll I, have I to know, wait and see. I know as of right now, I think that I saw the last reporting, there's only been two actual accusers. Right. Now, they have several. Of course, they've taken control and, and they can see his direct messages. So I know they know it's more, right? But as of right now, last time I saw on the reporting, it was actually two accusers. So you had the one main one that got this whole story started, right? And now there's a second one that's actually come forward as well. So those are the two that we know about. We, like I said, seeing his DMs, we know there's more. Well, and the funny thing is, is you gotta you gotta wonder if you if this group was formed for whatever reason. Obviously, the reason was to try and get rid of Trump, which they succeeded in. Obviously, they succeeded in what they wanted to do. What they didn't succeed in, because it wasn't just about Trump, this group. It was about getting Democrats elected everywhere, whether it was uh, senators, Congress people, whatever. And they failed miserably. The only thing they really succeeded in was was the Trump aspect. Uh, but I think they backed 10 different... Uh, congressional or Senate Senate seats, and only four, uh, three of those got through. So, if you're able, if you're a group, and you're able to raise ninety million dollars in a year, right? And you have one guy that's in this group that's doing things he shouldn't be doing. Why would you? Why would you disband the group? You know, I mean, I, I'd almost kind of see getting rid of him. Like distancing yourself from him. Well, I think you're going to find as more scrutiny comes down on the Lincoln Project, right. I think there's going to be more revelations, and not not of a sexual nature, but just of mis mis yeah misconduct in right. general. Misconduct, yes, very good sir. So, what did you just find there? I know I had a big long thing on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, while CK One searches for his long thing, <laughs> good searching. Got it. Here's the. Th- I knew I had a thread on it. So, all right. So, kind of transitioning to the same type thing, but on a little different spin. And I didn't really see this reported anywhere. So, we had a DC staffer, a senior uh, Republican staffer, 
who was very vocal about getting uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene out of, you know, what did they do? They kicked her out of the committees. Kicked her out of the committees. Right. Report that I didn't see anywhere. I'd seen very few news, media, anybody picking it up. So that's why this is kind of, I saw it like a week and a half ago. Whenever whenever we started talking about the the Taylor Green thing, right. I had, I'd seen an article about it or a thread about it. Okay. And we, we never really got around to it. So, but now it's popped back up again. And so, according to Metropolitan Police Department, 27-year-old Ruben Veris, Veris, Jesus, I tell you what, I'm going to butcher this last name. <laughs> Verastiguchi? Guilty! Of Northeast uh, D.C. was arrested on Friday and charged with distribution of child pornography, which included sickening videos of babies being raped. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Babies being raped. So at that rate, that person, if if proven true, just needs to catch a bullet right into the head. Well, so he was actually involved in a sting operation. Right. Where he was, uh, at the time of his arrest, he was a communications manager at Citizens for Responsible Energy Solutions. And he is the former senior digital strategist for Senate Republicans and the RNC. That's good. All right. So he carried on in a sting operation that was set to catch said predators. All right. He was in a group chat with one of these undercover agents. Right. Okay. And this, please forgive me, anybody that does not want to hear this, Mm -hmm. please skip forward. But uh, listen to it. Listen to it all. So the the agent basically asked him, "So you like babies, huh?" And Reuben, resp- so we got the agent, we got Reuben here. So okay. we got the agent. So you like babies, huh? Reuben, my absolute favorite. The agent, fuck yeah. How dark are you? What are you into? Reuben, well, like I said, babies are some of my biggest turn-ons and beast. Young rape. Fuck, I love all that. I've been wanting to see videos of hardcore raping, a, of guys hardcore raping a baby. When a baby screams, it's my favorite. Jesus Christ. Now, all this is alleged, folks. I'm, I'm going to continue. I, I don't know for certain, but obviously they have the logs of this chat room, so I couldn't imagine that this, this is here. And he goes on to say, I've lost a lot of videos, so I only have one that I've been jerking off to. <laughs> the agent asks, which one? Uh, this ginger guy fucked a baby, and he goes on to ask him, does, is, does he have any good ones? I've been right. jerking off to this ginger fucking a baby. So then I think that I think they went on in the sting operation, and um, they actually traded, or the guy provided him with some, some videos right. or whatever, and I think then that's when they finally went in and made the arrest that's on good. this guy. But I'm going to tell you what. What a sick, dark fuck of a human being. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I don't I don't understand how any human being can get off on anything like that. You know, uh <laughs> you your wires there's no jail for you in my opinion. If if proven to be true, there is no jail for you because jail is there to rehabilitate you, right? Right. Your wires are broke. 
There's there's no way. Like I wouldn't even want to. I wouldn't even want to be a juror juror in that courtroom because you know damn well they're going to introduce into evidence some of those videos. You can't unsee that. Right. You know, there's things that people do. You know, whether you're ex-military or police or whatever, or a firefighter or a EMT or something along those lines, that you deal with on a regular basis, and you can't unsee that. Right. Right. This would be one of those things. If right. you had to watch, okay, Exhibit A is here's you know unknown suspect A raping victim A, and the victim is obviously a, a minor one year old. Right. infant blah 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 you know you can't unsee that and if you're a person that gets off on that like oh you know that's where i'm at right you are broken there's no rehabilitation for you there's no life in prison there's no six months and you're out there's no five years and you're out there's they let your chair we're going to strap you up because you're broken right. you're broken well, there's know, no fixing you i know there are a lot of um, doctors and psychologists that actually state that very thing that if you have pedophilic tendencies, there is no rehabilitation. Yeah. Now, I know there are some out there that believe that you can be rehabilitated no. for that, but no. I know there are several in that community that believe there is no rehabilitation no. for a pedophile. You, there isn't. You, the only, never the only not. And you can't even like I've heard you've I've heard where I don't know that they are able to do this, but I've heard the ideas being floated out where you could do the, uh, the chemical uh, castration. Yeah. Chemical castration. Yeah. We saw right? that actually, they were trying to pass that up in Alabama. I believe. Right. And everybody was all, <laughs> I saw a bunch of people on board for that. Right. And I, I want to say the ACLU or someone came out and like, Oh, you can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. But even with that, that it might not necessarily just be about the sexual release. Okay. We're going to chemically castrate you. It's not like this guy was supposedly. It's not like he was doing it himself. He was getting off on the videos of it being done. Yeah, but is it a far stretch to think that if he... Well, he invited the guy. Okay, so that was part of the thing, too. He was inviting the guy to come to D.C. to partake in such actions. The 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 uh, phone guy? The, the Ruben was trying to get oh, okay. the agent... I gotcha. I, you know, to come to D.C. and so they could... Hunt down some baby and get busy. Yes. See, yeah. So number one, you uh, chemical castration. I think they should just do fucking medieval on their ass and chop their fucking dick off. Well, I think they should do some brass castration or give them the uh, electric. Uh, but also the electric guard. What was it? The uh, <laughs> the, the uh, chastity Chinese, belt. Uh, <laughs> Chinese chastity belt. The Chinese penis trap. <laughs> no, no, no. I, well, I I honestly think. That is, you, and, and you this should, is the last thing we're going to say about this. I want to get off this because it's really kind of getting a little dark. Yeah. But uh, what's really kind of sick and twisted about this is he was very active in the pro life movement. So he worked on multiple pro life. Yeah, he wants to keep them babies alive. At, uh, March for Life in 2013. Maybe you can run for Pope. <laughs> <laughs> a little callback to uh, episode two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, now that we got on that tangent, I, ev- evidently this episode's about... We can leave that out of the show description. <laughs> so, <laughs> so on to more topical news. Okay. Everyone everyone who's listening to this show, okay, so obviously, I think I've said it before, we, we live in the freedom state of Florida, uh, so sugar water, and it is... Uh, 
well, today is actually a little cool. It's it was brisk when I was driving home from the gym. It was I think it was fifty nine. Oh, <laughs> but uh, we're not participating in winter. Sorry, <laughs> but I know many folks are. Well, it is officially uh, the rest of the nation hates Florida season. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the time of year where you know it's snowing and cold and whatever and we're thinking about beach i was at the pool the other day i mean shit (laughs) but on to serious matters of weather global warming is upon us my friend wait what Mm -hmm. so global warming is just focused right over florida just over florida but the rest of the country are suffering from global warming it's no. isn't it kind of like you know how they always say it's the darkest right before uh, dawn. It's always coldest before the hot. No, no. Okay. It's always coldest before the the ice age was cold before the height <laughs> the hot age. I don't, I don't know. Point being is the iron <laughs> the irony irony. I was trying to be fancy. <laughs> the irony of global warming is. What do we want to do to prevent global warming? We want to push green energy, the Green New Deal, and windmills, and solar panels, and yada, yada, yada. Right. Okay. So, in Texas, where they have a lot of land, mm-hmm. the second biggest state in the, in the country, right? Mm-hmm. You know, population-wise and mm-hmm. geographically speaking, right? So, you have uh, this state. So, I think it was in, in western... The western part of the state is le- less densely populated. There's a lot of land out there. So they decided, however many years ago, that they were going to... Texas, the the oil state, they're going to participate in green energy. Green energy and they're going to put up windmills and they're going to have solar farms or whatever they call them. Right. Wind farms and solar farms. And, mm-hmm. and that's going to help contribute to the power grid, which is going to help eliminate some of the fossil fuel usage and yada 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 and okay whatever so what happened in texas this week all right well they had a major ice storm come through ice slash snow well ice slash (laughs) snow but ultimately the ice i think is what's the biggest culprit that's causing the problems here so you've got these massive wind turbines right that have to turn in order to create energy right well well wind turns them right right well they've frozen up oh wait okay and so now you got also these solar panels that are being covered over with ice and snow snow, right so therefore now we're starting to see some blackouts some brownouts and god help those people because there's people dying because well i saw a video of people that are sleeping in their damn car Mm -hmm. just so they can be warm well they have no power in the house and and that's how for 12 hours it's three days it's up it's up to three days now where there's been no power in a lot of these parts of the of the state, and uh, so people are sleeping in their cars, sleeping in their cars in their garage, which is oh, causing God. carbon monoxide, and people are dying from it. You know, right. God help those people. But the irony of it all is, like he was saying, you have these giant wind turbines that need wind to move, but more importantly. It's not they constantly turn. Obviously, it's not windy 24-7, 365. So these things turn and they build power and da-da-da. Well, right now, I would assume, I know here when it storms, it's windy. So you would think those things would be cranking. Well, they froze up because of the ice storm prior to the snow. 
So what did what did we see them trying to fix the windmills right, so with? They had a picture, and I actually got to see the video, which was kind of hilarious. So they're actually using a helicopter. Right. That's a solar-powered power, helicopter, right? <laughs> yeah. They're using a helicopter to spray de-icing chemicals on these wind turbines. So they're using a fossil-fueled helicopter to spray fossil fuel chemicals chemicals to, to, to melt the ice to melt the ice on the wind turbine so they can have green energy. so they get the green energy going again and the funny thing is about that is and it wasn't that kind of like the facebook post that you put up on facebook that they right. fact checked you on yeah where where uh it was a i put on there where here's a gas-powered van toting a diesel power generator recharging an electric car and i was fact checked because it wasn't a gas van it was it was a diesel it van. It was a diesel van Damn with it. a gas generator. Yeah, get your facts straight, Mr. Funny Guy. It was a diesel-powered van with a gas-powered generator, you son of a bitch. So if only there was someone out there that that um, maybe had mentioned something about that maybe these wind turbines and solar panels weren't quite the answer um, that we were looking for. Was that, was that Donald Trump? I I don't it couldn't have been he's he's not that smart. I believe it was Donald Trump. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we shouldn't quite. Maybe maybe we now look. I'm not saying that that finding alternative Here's, energy sources are a bad thing. I'm not saying right. that. I'm not saying that. But don't depend on them. So and and, and where I'm going to say about this is look at the wind blowing. Well, but <laughs> solar panels, for example, in Florida, it is sunny. Yes. More than it's not. True. Fair to say? Yeah, true. It is not a bad thing to have solar panels on your house because you're still hooked up to the grid and you're still getting your power from the power plant um, wherever you live, whether it's a coal power plant or a nuclear power plant, whatever the case may be. But it helps keep your bill lower because you can run that solar. And then over the course of a year, as each year goes by, if you collect enough solar energy, energy mm-hmm. they'll actually buy <laughs> buy some of it buy back. energy back from you. Right. So, which is fine. That's great. It's got good cost saving. Right. But you don't depend on that. It's not like you get the solar panels and you unplug the power from your house. Right. Right. And that's where these people mess, messed up. They should have used and and I don't know the specifics. Maybe they are. But my idea would be, I would think. That you would use wind power and or solar power. Okay, it's for this week, it's supposed to be a nice sunny week. Okay, turn down the the coal fire power plant and crank up the sun power gimmick. Right? Well, I think that's that's the situation that we've had. And I, I know California's been plagued by this for the last couple of years, and I know it's been pointed out several times, you know, and especially over this past um the past couple of months where they've had these rolling blackouts constantly because they can't keep the damn, you know, the can't power keep the on. on, can't keep the electric on. So again, I don't think it's a bad thing to look for alternative sources for fuel, energy, whatever it is that we're doing. Let's not jump feet first into it well, before we're ready. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I could imagine Texas is, I, I don't, I think, I think I saw somewhere where they haven't had this bad of a, you know, yeah. They haven't had this bad of a winter in a long time. That's because of global warming. <laughs> well, I guess global warming took the the 
uh, wrong exit. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually snowing in Mexico. <laughs> I guess it's 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 it's. Well, hey, if if you thought twenty twenty was bad, twenty twenty one, check this shit out. We're gonna reverse global warming. We're gonna go back to the ice age. Twenty twenty one turned drinking age. <laughs> so, well, the funny thing is, here's here's my thought process. Take it for what it's worth. I'll leave it. So, what if, what if you live in a state, whatever state, I don't care. There's 50 of them. Pick one. Mm -hmm. What if instead of the state wasting its money building solar panel farms in West Texas or like they have them in Florida? Mm -hmm. You know, there's some one right. right, Yeah. You drive down Mm -hmm. going towards your house. There's a big ass field out there. Mm -hmm. What if instead of doing that, they go to the homeowners that own homes. Now, whether you own your home or you rent this home someone owns it right Mm -hmm. so if i rent this home and rent it out i still own the home right Mm um go to your homeowners hey the state of the state of florida the state of georgia california whoever is starting a program where if you want we'll subsidize the money to put solar panels on your house give you like a tax credit right and, and I believe they do that in Florida, oddly enough. Give you a tax credit. So however much it costs to put solar panels on your house. So I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's not farm, cheap. Instead of building a farm. houses in, that are already here. Yeah, this house is here. It's right. a it's a pretty good size house. It's got a lot of roof. But my right? friend, you unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, your utility companies would stand to lose a lot of money from that. And we can't have that. Whatever. <laughs> I understand you're saying Whatever. That's not, unfortunately, as we're finding under the new Biden administration, it looks like it's uh, handouts and and kickbacks, uh, kickbacks and, and bribes. Hey, we're and back business back as usual. And falling asleep. And we were scrubbing the last four years of you know trying to get the corruption out of. Yeah, <laughs> we got to get this corruption going we get again. This corruption is... to go. We lost four years. Yeah, that's yeah. four years worth of kickbacks yeah. and payoffs and stuff that we lost. I mean, we, we had the Lincoln Project trying to do its part, and instead he's over here fucking boys. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And now you know. <laughs> speaking of falling asleep. <laughs> so, so yeah, there's a there's a video uh, that kind of circulated out, and I understand. Take it for what you will. A lot of people are saying that it was doctored or it was edited or it was whatever. But it was from a people interview that Joe and Jill Biden. That's President Biden. That you can go fuck yourself. Oh, twice again. <laughs> um, it's so they were given Jill. they were given this interview, and basically Joe Biden has. A dementia moment, or you know, <laughs> Joe, Joe, mm-hmm. Joe. Who are you? What are you doing in my and house? I will say this: if the video, <laughs> if the video itself is real, right? Oh my god! Because this dude just basically spaces out right for, in the middle of a conversation for, for at least a minute or so. It was and like a minute and a half. The the funny thing about yeah, it's about a minute and a half, two yeah. minutes. The funny thing about the video is, fake or real, I'm going to say it's real. And this is the PCGC. The reason I'm saying it's real is because you can't find it anywhere. They are scrubbing the internet left and right. The only video. time they do that is when the shit's real. I've come to the conclusion that if it's real, 
That's why you can hardly find out of the shadows. That's why you can finally find anything on or hardly find anything on Pizzagate. That's why you can hardly find anything when this stuff comes out and it's big. It's big. They'll deem it. Um, oh, it's misinformation or misleading or da, 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 da. They're not even doing that. They're scrubbing it and saying it's a copyright violation. Right. So I saw the video yesterday afternoon. Right. And I was like, ooh. That'll be something good to talk about tomorrow. Right. So I saved it. Right. And such time since I got up this morning, it has been scrubbed of the internet. So the the place where I had it saved and a couple of other people had it saved and everybody that keeps trying to post this video keeps getting taken down. Right. And so I had to search, 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 search. search. Well, I finally found somebody that actually had it. So we recorded well, it. Well, this morning we, we were at the gym getting our gains on. And, uh, oh, the camera's off. Yeah, the camera's off. <laughs> oh, we record. We'll go into that later. Right. Um, we were, and uh, he was telling me about the video. I was like, "Oh shit!" You know, does your phone have the option? I've seen where phones have the option. You can record video, like you're watching a video, and you re- can record it. And we're both pretty stupid when it comes to <laughs> technology and shit like that. We're barely able to get this podcast up and running on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "Well, shit! What we need to do when we get to the house." Is we need to you need to pull it up and I'll videotape it with my phone. Well, then of course he goes to where he had it saved, and it was gone. And he's searching and searching and searching, can't find it, can't find it. But then he finally found it. So I recorded it with my phone. And for our fine audience out there, you follow us on Instagram at uh, Don't Tread on America, or on Twitter at uh, Dtom underscore. Those videos will be up later. Now, we're going to say this because when this this gets posted today and you guys listen to it, immediately, if you really want to see this video, if you haven't seen it, go look because God only knows how long it will be there. And (laughs) there could be a chance that our... It'll be taken down. It'll be taken down and and or our... (laughs) (laughs) And or the page. The page will be taken down. But anyway, so... I'm t- I'm telling you, it, it was it was highly disturbing to watch him just seriously space out. And and again, the thing that not only the fact that they're trying to censor this thing and, and get it off the internet, but the the way that Jill looks at him is like, you know, you were asked a question, you know, you're expecting someone to talk, so she's kind of like looking straight ahead. I you know, I can, people can again. In right, case you don't get to watch the video. So basically, it's just like he's kind of staring off into space, and it's almost like the reporter has asked him a question, and Jill's kind of like looking forward at the reporter and kind of smiling or whatever, and he should be answering, he should be answering, he's not answering, so right. now she's turning and looking at him like, okay, why aren't you and answering? He's just like, and then she kind of turns back to the reporter and starts kind of smiling again. Like, like, this is awkward. I awkward. think he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but it, nonetheless. Well, here's my thing. I'll say this about that. Oh, shit. <laughs> Here comes the gravy. <laughs> All right? No. Uh, he's been president for not even a month. Right. Okay? This interview was done recently because they're in the White House. So it was done sometime recent, within right. the last week or so, I would say. So if he's, if, if this is our fearless leader, God help us. Which also begs to curiosity of the statements made while he was running for president with his, as Kamala's running mate. Yeah, he, he you know. made several mentions 
about her being the president-elect. Well, he referred to her as President-elect Harris. Right. He said, I'm Kamala Harris's running mate, Joe right. Biden. Yeah. And then he For said. Senate. Oh. Well, and then he even went on to say, y'all think I'm joking. Right. So I don't think that was a mistake what he said. I don't think he. That was that a Freudian slip. Was, yeah. I think that's where he was like. They were like, shut up, man. <laughs> Damn. Well, we're get you elected first. Then so, we'll kill you. Oh. So on that note, there's a report that came out. Right. That Kamala Harris is, or Kamala Harris. I'm sorry, guys. I, 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 I've heard it called whatever, so many times. Whatever. Whatever her name is. Kamala Jeez. Headgiver. I mean the Headhunter. <laughs> she is uh, actually taking phone calls from world leaders on behalf of Joe Biden. Because well, he's fucking spacing out. He don't know what the hell he's doing. Well, he's he's over in Camp David playing uh, Mario Kart. Mario Kart with his granddaughter there. And that's another thing. You know, if that was Trump, you know, oh, he's playing video games again. You know. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where are the where's uh, the outrage? He's playing, uh, yeah. you know, Trump's always we got, playing golf. We got a pandemic going, and these people are begging for stimulus checks, and he's playing video games. And it's not even like he's playing video games on like a PS5 or something like that. He's got the fucking arcade. Oh yeah, video game. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is this shit? You know, where can I get mine? Where's my stimulus, President Biden? I need my full-size video arcade in my house, man. Well, hopefully now that this impeachment shit's over with, maybe now they can get to work. No, they because to work the people they're now. so pissed off. I mean, what did Pelosi say about the senator? A bunch of no-bald, yeah. you know, whatever. Which which is very offending because she's assuming their gender and that they have balls. I would say they probably don't. <laughs> At least 60. Well, why is that wrong? Why are you judging me based on the fact that I have no balls? Because I do. You want to see him? Look, no. Look, no. look, no. look, no. look. Mm-hmm. Could you, could you please get those off my foot? Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So while we're on Joe, real quick, uh, he actually he 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 had a town hall last night, and uh, Joe, Joe, Joe. <laughs> uh, I want to play real quick. Um, this little clip from, and this was CNN. This was a town hall that CNN had. Uh, but basically, this is Joe trying to explain away China's human rights violations. All right. You know, Chinese leaders, if you know anything about Chinese history, it has always been the time when China has been victimized by the outer world is when they haven't been unified at home. So the central, oh, to vastly overstated, the central principle of Xi Jinping is that there must be a united, tightly controlled China. And he uses his rationale for the things he does based on that. I point out to him, no American president can be sustained as a president if he doesn't reflect the values of the United States. And so the idea, I'm not going to speak out against what he's doing in Hong Kong, what he's doing with the Uyghurs in western mountains of of, uh, China, and Taiwan trying to end the one China policy by making it forceful. I, I said, and by the way, he said he, he gets it. Culturally, there are different norms in each country, and they, their leaders are expected to follow. Come on, man. Well, you know, so basically, I, oh, we forgot to do that. <laughs> but seriously, uh, he's saying that what the Chinese are doing is irreprehensible. And it's part of their culture. It's part of their history and blah, blah, blah. So why are we tearing down statues of people that 
had slaves back, you know, 250 years ago. Isn't that, you know, part of their our back then that was part of the culture, part of the whatever, you know, we're not doing it now. Well, I think that's the difference between uh, the freedoms that we enjoy here in America that we can we can combat things that we feel like are not culturally right, as right. opposed to communist China, where they just shoot you in the head or throw you in the gulag. Right. But my point is this: you're the U.S. president. You should be speaking out against that. You're not oh, a citizen that, of China. We, They're not going to kill you. You're the president. Did you not? Did you not see how we need to unify with China? Mm-hmm. We need to. We need yeah, to, we, we do. Need to, yeah, that's 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 why he's the president because he unified with China. Come on, man! It sounds to me like uh, old Biden there is falling far on the uh, right side of the uh, the uh, whiteness uh, scale. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe I, I'm getting to the point where I cannot stand even hearing about this whiteness and white privilege, white privilege, and white supremacy and white yeah just. I'm so sick of hearing the term. You didn't get your white privilege check in the mail yesterday? My white privilege card hasn't come in yet. Oh, man. Um, So there's a report by Chuck Castillo. uh, There's a New York public school which is asking its parents to reflect on their whiteness. And so we actually had a school, a principal at an east side community school in New York, send its parents a tool for action which tells them they must become white traitors, and then advocate for full white abolition. And so basically what this is, this is the eight white identities scale. Oh, okay. All let's, right. let's, let's, play, let's play with the scale. We'll put this scale up on our Twitter page and our uh, Instagram page and Facebook so you can look at it for yourself. Right. And you can judge for yourself. Where do you fall on the Where scale? do you fall on the whiteness scale? All right. So here, here are the... I'm going to start from the furthest white to the least, least white, white, I guess. I don't shit, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Uh, number one is white supremacist. Clearly marked white society that preserves names and values white superiority. Okay. So that was Trump, right? Evidently. Evidently. <laughs> All right. Although he won multiple NCAA and not NCAA. He wasn't in college. But, no. <laughs> he won many <laughs> tournament <laughs> titles to his credit. <laughs> NAACP awards for his, you know, uh, work in the black community. But I'm sorry. I digress. Continue on. All right. Number two is white voyeurism. What is that? Where you white, watch white people? <laughs> All right. I'm going to watch um, you be white. <laughs> wouldn't. Wouldn't. <laughs> Uh, what are you guys doing over there? Go away, Bill. Oh, we're not ready for you. Sorry. Wouldn't challenge a white supremacist. Desires non-whiteness because it's interesting and pleasurable. Seeks to control the consumption and approximation of non-whiteness. Fascination with culture, consuming black culture without the burden of blackness. Does now who is that? Is that, that the that's white the white voyeurism? That's number two. Oh. That's a level up for being a white supremacist. Level up or level down? Uh, One is probably the worst, right? So you're going towards the, well, the we're, good we're, end we're of the spectrum. White supremacist is is the bottom of the right. Stack. So you're moving. So you're up. moving up. I got you. All right, moving on up. Sorry. All right. Number three, white privilege. Number three, <laughs> may critique supremacy, but a deep investment in questions of fairness, equality, under the normalization of whiteness and the white rule. Sworn goal of diversity. 
That's white privilege? That's white privilege. So how many is there again altogether? Uh, eight. Eight. So three's not quite in the middle. <clears throat> okay. Three's not quite in the middle. You're, right. you're, you still got a ways to go. Number four. White benefit. Okay. Sympathetic to the set of issues, but only privately. Won't speak or act in solidarity publicly because benefiting through whiteness in public. Some POCs are in this category as well. So, in other words, I guess that means you feel their pain. You just don't want to speak you on it. You just don't want to speak on it. Pro- you. You, you keep those internal. Right. I keep my my, my blackness on the inside. <laughs> my karate man. <laughs> All right. Uh, Number five. White confessional. This is where you say to the priest some. <laughs> Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I'm, I have been white for 47 years. <laughs> some ex- it's okay, my son. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, let's see, we were on number five. Some exposure of whiteness takes place. <laughs> yeah. But as a way of being Look accountable. At Look at my whiteness. <laughs> As a way of being accountable to POC after, seek validation from POC. I'm sorry, Mr. Mister POC. I'm assuming that's people of color. People of color, yes. Uh, I'm sorry for my whiteness. Please forgive me. <laughs> Number six. White critical. Take on board critiques of whiteness and invest in exposing, marking the white regime. Refuses to be complicit with the regime. Whiteness speaking back to whiteness. That's Antifa. Yes. <laughs> Is that it? No, that's number oh. six. Yeah, I may ask it for six, right? Oh, yeah, that's it for six. Number seven. White traitor. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so what is a white traitor? All right. Actively refutes complicity. Names what's going on. Intention is to subvert white authority and tell the truth at whatever cost. Need to dismantle institutions. Okay. That's Antifa also, I think. <laughs> Number A. White abolitionist. Hmm? What Changing is? institutions. Dismantling whiteness. And not allowing whiteness to reassert itself. See, none of that makes sense to me. I would say... You, okay, so there was eight. Number one was white supremacist, right? Number two was the white voyeurism or whatever, right? And I would say you could pretty much cover that scale from one to three. Okay? Not one to three on that list, but my my the PCGC's scale of whiteness goes as such. Alright? So one would be white supremacist. So if you go you go bad to good, right? So bad being white supremacist, right? And good being totally on board with not being white, even though you're white, right? I say there's three. I say you got white supremacists. Those are the KKK, your uh, Nazis, you know, whatever you want to call them, right? Those are the people that absolutely hate people of color, whether they're black, Hispanic, whatever. Then I would say you have number two being, which is probably the majority of America, and by that, or not, not America, but the majority of the white people in, in America. And by that, I mean, because uh, what was the number, the white voyeurism? What was the definition again? White voyeurism is wouldn't challenge a white supremacist. 
right. desires non-whiteness because it's interesting and pleasurable, seeks to control the consumption and appropriation of non-whiteness, fascination okay. with the culture. Okay. That's where I think the majority of America is. A majority of white America. Okay? Because you said, won't challenge a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. True. I would say that most of your white American people, they're not going to confront a freaking, you know, KKK member or whatever. They're not going to face-to-face and be like, blah, 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 you shouldn't do that, blah, blah, blah. Right? What was the second part of the... White. Let's break that down. All right. Uh, desires non-whiteness because it's interesting. Desires white. White. Okay. Desires non-white because it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. So by that, I would just, I would take that as that you desire to please POC. So you have Black History Month. You have Hispanic Heritage Month. You have you know different. Um, museums and so on and so forth you go to a mexican restaurant you eat mexican food you go you know what i'm saying yeah but at the same time it says seeks to control the consumption and appropriation of non-whiteness so basically i want to enjoy my non-white content when i want to enjoy it but then when i don't want to enjoy it i don't want to have to see it or put up with it or deal with it it's called tv (laughs) right you can listen to rap music. You enjoy listening. Yeah. I enjoy listening to rap music. Not current. I like older rap music because I'm old. But And I'm not even just talking about black whatever. I'm talking Hispanic. Like I said, I can go eat Mexican food if I want. I can go eat Chinese food if I want. I can go eat a cheeseburger if I want. I can go listen to... I can go to eat Mexican food with my white wife while I'm listening to rap music. And... You're enjoying all <laughs> and kinds I, yeah, of Yeah, I'm, I'm crossing all sorts of barriers, but then I'm going to come home to my white house and my white neighborhood and my white, you know. With your so white I mean, picket fence. My white picket fence and my white dog and my white cat. And I don't have You cat. know, it's funny you say that because I actually have a neighbor that kind of lives around the corner from us, and we call them the white family because everything that they own, their house is white, their boat's white, their truck's white, their car's white. Like, everything about that house is white. He's got a, I think it's like a... Um, and the funny thing about the that, is, that is they're black. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's the rest of that? The white voyeurism. Uh, that was it. Just in fascination that, with the culture. So that's my thing. I think the majority of white Americans fall in that line. Because you are white. I, you are black and I am white. No, we're both two white guys. Just two white dudes sitting here chilling, bitching about life. Married to two white women. So are we the right people to speak on this? Yes, because fuck it. I'm claiming white voyeurism in the name of the PCGC. Now, I say most of America is that way because most of rap music is very popular. Uh, Hip-hop music is very popular. Uh, R&B music is very popular, right? And most of that music is, well, all of that music is consumed. It's not like that's black music. It's not black people only want to listen to it. It's popular for a reason because... Everybody listens to it, whether you're white, black, brown, green, purple, whatever. So then then on the other end of the spectrum, you fall to number six, or I'm sorry, number seven and or eight, because those are very much alike in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's where I say those are the people that are overboard. <laughs> those are the people that you see when you're watching the news and there's that white professor yelling at white people about that they don't understand well, about we, being black. we saw the instance, uh, I think, in Seattle during right. the, the riots and stuff. You actually had a black man. Yeah, a black police them, officer. He wasn't an officer. He was just a citizen. 
but he he was up against one of the barricades, and they were trying. To, it was when they were trying to get into the police department, I believe, or okay. the or the uh, the courthouse, the the federal courthouse there. Okay. And he's going up to the barrier, and he's telling them, "Stop! This is not the way. This is not how it's done." And there's a. <laughs> a rather large white woman that comes to yell at him telling him he doesn't know what it about he doesn't know about being black right it's basically what she's yelling at him and he's hey, just kind of so this is like a, you are fucking dumb so this is a fat ass white chick yelling Te- at a black man telling, telling him, him you don't you know don't, nothing about being he, black you don't know nothing about being a black man you don't yeah. know nothing well there was an incident i think that was in portland that was in portland there was an incident in seattle if i'm not mistaken where a lot of their i i want to say this guy was a sergeant in the he might not work there anymore. I don't know, but in the Seattle police force, and he had come out. I think he had said that sixty percent. I could be wrong on that number, but it was more than fifty percent of the officers are of color, and in turn, you have all these white protesters because most of these people that were protesting George Floyd and you know Taylor and everything were white people. Those are the six and sevens on your scale right there. Uh, and and he was on the news saying how he has all these you know black officers, and these white people are telling him that calling them Uncle Toms and calling them the N word and calling them this, and it's like you're here protesting because of a death of a black man or and a black woman and whatever. In the meantime, you as a white person is sitting here calling my black officers all these horrific names. Well, because they're on that side of the line. Right. It's just, it just, it's, once again, this, this show is called Don't Tread on America. We, we could call it the hypocrisy of America because that's all we ever deal with on a regular basis is hypocrisy. It's constant hypocrisy. Biden excusing what China's doing with its human rights violations as culturally acceptable, but over here, Slavery We're tearing and statues, history and everything that schools. happened is we need to forget about that because yeah. it was bad. Yeah, you know, it's well, just my, my question about this, and, and and didn't really mean for it to take on a, a you know tangent like this, but my question about this is, how would you feel? Now I know you're too old to have to worry about this, right? But how would you feel? If you sent your kid to school and this is what they're sending, you know what I mean? Like, this is what they're teaching your child. You're teaching children who probably don't even look at color right now. Right. This. You're bringing race into something that hasn't even entered the mind of some of these kids. Right. It's almost like you're you're putting forward the... Right. Putting it in their head that... Right. You know, and then God forbid if if you if you identify with one of those numbers that you're going to be like, "Oh god, I'm Right. I'm a racist." Right. You know. You know, <laughs> and I think be, that's where we've got some of the brain There's no washing. reason why any person in this country shouldn't be proud of their color. Whatever their color is, you should be proud to be white. You should be proud to be black. You should be proud to be Hispanic. You should be proud to be Chinese, Asian, you know, Asian whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no reason why you can't be a white person or a you know Hispanic, uh, Asian, whatever the case may be, and like black culture or like Hispanic culture or like Asian culture or like white culture. I mean, we're all uh, we we're not white, black, brown, 
yellow, whatever, we're Americans. And why can't we all just, you know, in the words of Rodney King, why can't we all just get along? Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, why does everything have to be about color? And they're going to, oh, people are going to listen to me. Oh, it's easy for you to say you're a white man. Okay. Yes. Guilty. I'm a white man. It is easy for me to say because that's what I believe. Sue me. What do you want me to tell you? All right. <laughs> but you know what doesn't see color? What's that? The Second Amendment. Amen. And I, I want to close on this topic. Okay. Uh, there's a state state level uh, congressman in the state of Tennessee, the uh, state that is born and bred of greats such as uh, I don't know who who who. Who's famous from Tennessee? I mean, uh, you got uh, was David Crockett, right? No, you look hello, Biden. Hmm. <laughs> All the greats that have come from Tennessee, as, as Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. <laughs> I don't know about that. Was he from there? No, he's not from. Tennessee. Yeah, he's from like Mississippi or something, <laughs> Louisiana. We claim him as our own, <laughs> but more most importantly, our our very own. CK1. That's right. But anyway, Senator or Congress, state level congressman from uh, Tennessee is proposing a bill in the state of Tennessee to make uh, Tennessee a sanctuary, gun gun sanctuary state. Uh, I can only pray that uh, our one and only Governor uh, DeSantis does the same thing. Basically, what this guy's wanting to do is, in light of. Biden's push to uh, what did he say? Sensible gun laws and background checks and so on and so forth. That he, this guy's like, okay, well, you want to have sanctuary states for, you know, when Trump was president, all these states were like, oh, we're going to have sanctuary states for illegals, and we're going to have sanctuary states, sanctuary cities for illegals, and da da da. He says, well, that's fine. We're going to do that in the state of Tennessee for for gun owners. So it looks like. Unless Florida steps up and does the same thing, might move in Tennessee. <laughs> well, I, you know, I I know we saw last week Utah, I believe, passed Constitution. the constitutional carry right bill, and we've had we've got several states that are open carry without permit. Right, and I'd like to think that all those states will probably protect fall in line fall in line with the Second Amendment rights of their you know of their state I, I couldn't imagine you know he i know biden has said that he's not above making an executive order if right. they can't oh, get something really? done right yeah that's yeah, shocking yeah, i know i, I thought know. only dictators did that well you know but here's an interesting little 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 news clip that came across right and i'd like to think that i although i realize this is just one instance this is one of the reasons why we can't lose our Second Amendment. Okay. Okay. So, we had a 12-year-old boy was staying with his grandmother. Right. And we had two masked men broke into the grandmother's apartment. Okay. Uh, and was trying to rob her, shot her in the leg. This 12-year-old shot at both intruders. Okay. In self-defense. I believe one of them was hit. Yeah, one of them was hit. Okay. And later died at the hospital. Mm-hmm. But needless to say, this 12-year-old saved his grandmother's life. And probably his own. And probably his own. 
I don't think they defended, realized he was there. Well, whatever. They may have found out if once they decapacitated her, if they start rummaging through the house, you know. But I'm going to say this about that. No. It's trademark CK1. <laughs> that if you, it, for the people that want to make the argument, well, you know, if we ban guns, that would have never. Let me tell you something. They shot people, grandma. Well, <laughs> the people that are going to perpetrate crimes will find a way. They're going to either get their hands on a weapon, they're going to use a, a knife, a they're hammer, going to use a shovel, a, a two by four, a brick, a, whatever they. If, if they don't have their assault weapon, they'll use their assault hammer, their assault <laughs> shovel, their assault. Because there is no such thing as an assault weapon. Assault is an action. Right. You can assault with anything. I can assault you with this water bottle if I no, really wanted to. Don't. Not again. But seriously, I mean, assault is an action. It's not a piece of. But it's that's not an my instrument. point. That's my point. If you think all of a sudden, ask ask the fine country of Australia, right? How that worked, giving back all their guns. Mm-hmm. Did Did you see crime go down? Mm-hmm. No, I believe crime went up mm. dramatically. Well, look at look at. In the United States, look at Chicago. There is an extremely high... It is very, very, very hard to get a gun in the city of Chicago. Now, it doesn't mean you, the state of Illinois, you can't get a gun. But in the city of Chicago, it's very difficult to get a gun. But they have a lot of gun violence there, don't they? Legally. Let me preface by saying yeah, legally. But they have a lot of gun, gun violence in extremely, Chicago. Extremely, extremely. You know, because uh, they deem mass shootings, uh, I think it's three or four or more is a mass shooting. Now, that with that being said, there's mass shootings in Chicago every weekend because you have drive-bys, you have, you know, whatever the case may be, where you know they might shoot up a home and three, four, five, six people die. Well, technically, that's a mass shooting. We don't hear about it because it didn't happen from a hotel shooting at a concert in Las Vegas, or it didn't happen in a school down in Miami. Oh, it didn't happen. It didn't happen, fit their agenda. It didn't fit their agenda. Push. Right. So. Basically, what I'm saying here is that... Did you say basically? We'll, we'll talk about that in just a second. All right, <laughs> let, me, let me finish making my point so we can get done here. Oh, sorry. Um, the Second Amendment. This is why this is so important, people. It's not just to defend this country against... I, I know how the Second Amendment was written, but it's also to protect your home... It's to protect your family. It's to protect your loved ones. It's to go and if hunting. You think to... It's to go hunt. It's 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 you know it's a freedom to to have that choice. And if you think criminals are going to stop committing crimes, if you think criminals are going to stop committing violent crimes simply because there are no legal uh, firearms, right? You're crazy. You're crazy. And there's, I, I don't know that's, what else to say to you. That's but, when crime will be its highest. If they, yes. if they actually were to take guns away out of law-abiding citizens, uh-huh. that's when the crime will go out. Because now you're going to have the criminals that are still going to have their guns. Right. That's when they'll be like, well, I know that these people don't have guns now because they took all the guns away. Right. Well, good on this 12-year-old. Way to go. Uh, I give you, the, you know, I give you a high five. Or, uh, you know, for for defending your family. Right. That being said, I, I real quick, uh, I meant to open the show with this today. We got it pointed out to us that we said basically a lot 
And we might have episode. said it a lot in this show because I didn't, didn't really, really notice. Uh, didn't really couple... notice even while we were going through the editing portion. Uh, we had a fine. My wife uh, did some uh, proof listening <laughs> and actually found that uh, Don said basically seven seven times in like a two minute span. I think he said basically like three times in less than thirty seconds. So. We were actually going to create a drinking game based on the word basically, and every time that we say the word, uh, everybody needs to take a shot. I think we actually kind of held it in this time. So Yeah, a couple of times that I know I said it or he said it, I I made sure to point it out. But, you know, that was kind of the joke on that. (laughs) (laughs) We, we, We do try to not say the same things over and over again it's it's really hard it's, it's really hard because you know we've made this point out before we're not professional broadcasters obviously we don't get paid to do this we are self-funded and mm. uh we're basically <laughs> shit mm. all right here we go <laughs> i'm gonna say fuck it basically we're doing this to have fun right <laughs> you know if it turns into more great but realistically, this is this is just something to do. Um, we're just trying to have fun, but we're also doing it because we love America, and we don't. We are sick and tired of our rights being trampled on by people elitists that think they're better than us. You know, so we do have a tendency to say, "I'll say this about that," and I'll, you know, uh, basically, or what's the other one that you say? Um, that being said, and, you know, these are things that drive that when I'm listening to other people, it drives me crazy, but yet here I am, you know, uh, and the, uh, and the ums and it, we're just trying to figure out, we don't have a script. We, we literally will have a, uh, we have a iPad here with bullet points, but we don't have a script. Everything we say, okay, we're going to talk about A, B, C, D, E, and we try to cover all that and everything that we fill in. Between A and B and C is off the top of our heads for the most part. Um, that, With that being said, I think we do a pretty good job coming up with some content because we're into an hour and a half on this show. So with that being said... Basically, I'd like to uh, take this moment to thank my wife, research assistant Chrissy. Uh, you can find her on Twitter at Colonel underscore wife. And she is very quiet, but very vocal. I know that doesn't make sense, but she she is constantly. Uh, she gives us most of our Cr- research. Critiquing, I would say. editing, Cri- yeah, you know, uh, grammar, grammar, basically. Uh, but she does also send uh, Chris a lot of information that he, you know, he'll look up and kind of go into more detail of what she's sending him, you know, and, and kind of almost fact checking, not. He's fact checking the fact checker. <laughs> like she gives him a bunch of information, and that way we don't we don't want to jump right into oh she sent this and we say whatever and then come to find out it was bullshit. So, but a lot of the stuff she sends is good stuff. So, bravo, thank you. Um, you know I, he said research research, uh, research assistant. assistant. I, I was almost on the on the more the giving her a producer role. Uh, <laughs> you know, but she she is a contributing factor and. Both of our wives are very uh, understanding and supportive and patient with our uh, endeavor here. My wife, um, she doesn't really go into the the uh, aspects of what's going on the show or 
what we talk about. She'll listen to it and she, you know, listens to here and there. If I say basically a hundred times or um a hundred times, she might not catch that. But she is very supportive in the fa- in the the fact of us doing the show, and we we thank both of our wives for that. So on that note, we are going to go ahead and call it a day. Put a lid on it. Put a lid on the day. Yes, it is Wednesday, uh, February seventeenth, two thousand twenty-one. And guys, we can't stress this enough. Thank you, the ones that are listening. We thank you for listening. Uh, we're hoping that you're getting the word out that we exist and that we're doing a pretty darn good job. So actually, you can find us on Facebook at Don't Tread on America. Facebook, so www.facebook.com backslash Don't Tread on America. And you'll see mine and Chris's ugly mugs in the profile, but you'll see the Gaston flag is the uh, cover photo. And we are branching out into the social media world. So on Twitter, you can find us at DTOM, that's D-T-O-M underscore 1775. And on Instagram, my friends, we have an Instagram oh, man, we're page. on the gram? We're on the gram, baby. we on the gram. And that is Don't Tread on America on Instagram. Uh, I think it's at DTOM. Pretty easy. No underscores, no dates, just DTOM. D-T-O-M. Don't tread on America. And soon to have a Rumble channel. As soon as we can get video going, we're going to have uh, uh, little uh, clips. We snippets. got video today, buddy. We got a little bit of video today. Unfortunately, we ran out of space. But we did get some video. I think we we'll, we'll look at so it. And, uh, we'll, we'll trim up the clips a little bit and hopefully put be able to put those up on Rumble. Maybe be able to put them uh, up on Instagram. Uh... And if you think we sound ugly, wait till you see the videos. Oh, my God. So, anyway, folks, please go to those pages. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. And you hear what we're saying. We say When we say, oh, we have that clip, we're going to put it on whatever. We're going to put it on Instagram. We're going to put it on Twitter. Da, da, da. We are in the process of working on video. We don't have a makeup artist, so sugar water, you just can't have to see our we ugly faces. We look like what we look like. Yeah, it is what it is. You know what? We look like Americans. whatever Uh, so guys have a great day thank you for listening continue to share the content continue to get people to listen continue to do what we're doing and um, we appreciate the downloads and uh, we're international baby we're still (laughs) we still got our listener in uh, Venezuela Venezuela, uh, Australia Australia, and unknown I don't know where the unknown parts parts unknown. unknown And uh, I think we got Canada and uh, Puerto Rico, which, I mean, it's America, but, you know. Right. Uh, we got listeners in California and mm-hmm. Illinois and Michigan and New well, York. And maybe maybe in those states they can live vicariously through us in the free state of Florida. In the free state of Florida. From the free state of Florida, we're signing off. And I just want to say have a great day, folks, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening.